the voices in between. Hey, what's happening, everybody? This is Aaron. Uh, now, normally, if you would be coming in on this episode, this would be a, a voices in between episode, which is usually my uh, my political blog slash whatever you want to call it. Uh, but we decided to do something a little bit different. I had the opportunity to uh, record some stuff with somebody uh, that I have been definitely looking forward to doing this with. Um, and this should have been out to you a lot sooner. But uh, we had some issues. But anyway, uh, all that aside, I am very uh, happy and privileged and honored to introduce my co-host going forward on the, the Voices in Between episodes, my daughter, Savannah. Hello, everyone. <laughs> uh, so what's going on there? Not much. Just got yeah. home. Christmas yeah. shopping. That's finally over with. Did you get everything you needed? I fucking hope so. I mean, you know, it's funny. Okay, I'm glad that you dropped the first f bomb on the episode because if it was me, it was going to feel like <laughs> old hat. Um, so, for anybody playing along at home, this is where you would start calculating uh, which one of us has the worst mouth. Because uh, when we first <laughs> set out that we were going to do this, uh, you know, I was telling, obviously, I'm telling Savannah, I was telling her the ideas and everything, and uh, she was like, "Dad, you know." Uh, uh, I, you know, I, I, I curse, you know, I got, a, I got a mouth on me and I'm thinking like, do you listen to my shit? Like, have you heard, <laughs> have you heard all my other episodes? Like, I, I'm pretty sure I waited all of about 10 seconds before I dropped the first F-bomb on my first episode. So, uh, I am glad you did that and welcome, welcome to the podcasting world. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, what we wanted to do with this is like, you know, it's not just going to be like, you know, you're not going to have to listen to me talking to my to my daughter here for, for, you know, an undetermined amount of time. Um, we wanted to do something talking about like mental health, um, you know, basically because, um, you know, I, I, I have issues that I deal with, uh, you know, on my day to day and you've been going through some stuff too. And uh, honestly, I thought it would be really, really interesting to, um to, to kind of get it from like two different not only two different perspectives you being on obviously like on the younger side me being on the older side of it um yeah. but also just because like you know it, it's like the father and daughter dynamic too which i thought was like you know would be really interesting and it's a good excuse for us to like you know talk every now and then too because neither one of us are like talkative kind of people always so no. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I apologize in advance to anybody if there's any, uh, like weird dead silence for, you know, a few seconds here and there. It's just, you know, we're, we're not a talk. Oh, those are my special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not talkers all the time. Um, so I guess then I would pass it to you a little bit and I would say, introduce yourself, tell everybody about yourself. Oh God, that's the. Worst I know. I don't. Mean, I don't mean in like um, that introvert hell sort of way where people are like, <laughs> you know, go around a room and tell somebody or something about yourself. Uh, no, I mean like whatever you think is fucking interesting. I don't like you know, uh, like we're going to be talking about mental health, so I don't know if you want to talk about like what you know your journey with that stuff a little bit to kind of introduce it, or we can go right back to talking about Christmas shopping. I don't care. Oh my God, no. <laughs> Through Christmas. Christmas okay. is awful. Yeah. Um, well, I guess to start, I didn't always have anxiety, or at least I don't think I did. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I think for me, it really started when we moved to Ohio. Okay. For those two years, it was really the break in when we came home for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that really fucked with me. That was like a really, I guess, like impactful well, yeah, moment for me. How could it not yeah, be? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was rough being like, if you're speeding like seven hours away from home, but like, it's actually like nine and a half, yeah. but it's a long ass way away from it home is. when you have no one and then you come home from the holidays and like, especially because we lived in the ghetto. So it was like, well, shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, I felt terrible for you because, you know, you guys weren't even like home for. I don't even know if you'd been home for an hour and your mother had messaged me saying that there was, you know, an issue that y'all had been like broken in on and, you know, right around the holidays too. Like you come back from that high of hanging out with friends and family and everything is fine. And then you get home and you're like, you feel violated, of course. Like, you know, somebody yeah. was right for like, your shit. It was shitty too, because it was our neighbors. Like it was people that we had let into our okay. house and in some sort of way, like trusted, right. I guess damn so that was shitty and they had like kicked in our front door so when they left obviously they don't give a shit they were stealing from us so they left the door open and it's fucking december yeah so it's freezing now so it took our house like i think it was like three days or some shit like that to catch up with the heat so we were like freezing for at least a solid two days i think they didn't steal your blankets too yeah no shit um (laughs) Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that, like, you know, you you weren't sure if you had it when you were younger, because I don't even I'm not positive. I know if I did either. I don't remember being particularly anxious, um, you know, doing stuff when I was a kid. I was always kind of this. I was always kind of like this, like much like your brother is like it. And even when you were little, little too, like, you know, you're like you go into the room and you're like the center of attention, like everybody just kind of gravitates to you. Um, Mm -hmm. so I know that's kind of how I was too. So maybe, I don't know, maybe we all get it later on in life or something, you know, like, yeah, I can't like think of a time when I was a kid where I would like not want to walk into a store or whatever I was wearing is like too much all of Mm -hmm. a sudden. And as soon as I'm about to step out into public, like, I don't know. I never worried about that shit as a kid. And the worst thing about it is it's always like nonsensical stuff like that. Like it's like, oh, you know, something about the way you're wearing, or there's too many people that you saw too many people in front of a store. You don't want to go in like one uh, after, you know, like once COVID kind of settled down a little bit and you were allowed to go outside again. uh, I God, it had been, months i don't think i went into a store for like six months eight months something like that and when i went it was like i had to work myself up to it like i i could barely get in the car like we're sitting in the car driving and all we did was drive into town to like go to this little specialty store that i had wanted to check out and Mm -hmm. uh like there were two people in there with me and i got sandwiched in between like i say sandwich but like so i'm standing in an aisle like it's like a grocery store kind of and there was a person at one end and a person at the other. And I fucking panicked. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I was like, what do I do? Where do I go? Like, I had that, like, I'm turning, kind of don't know where to go. And, like, and, and you know, Jen kind of looks over at me and she's like, okay, come on. Like, come through this way. Like, I just, I didn't know what to do. 
Yeah. And it's a terrible feeling because like I said, as a kid, I didn't really deal with it. I think as I got a little bit older and into like some of my teenage years, maybe I dealt um, a bit more with depression than I like to admit sometimes. Um, but part of the problem with that is that, you know, like I'm, I'm obviously in my forties now and going to therapy and things like that wasn't always something that people were willing to, to, to buy in on like my, your grandparents, like they were never, they would never slag somebody for, for, for getting help. But I don't think they trusted therapy as well. Like it it was kind of still considered like a junk science at that point. Like obviously now Mm -hmm. we know better, but I don't know. How was it for you? Like you're obviously younger. So like you were, you were going through those years at a much more, I would say open-minded, but it probably wasn't even that much more open-minded time. Like, how was it for you? Um, I got really lucky with my mom Mm -hmm. specifically, like my mom, is so calm and like chill about shit like I can remember there was actually a time when I was in high school I think I was like 16 um there was I finally had come out to my mom about my being molested when I was little Mm -hmm. I'd finally come out to her about that and I finally decided to like work on my like mental shit with that so we had actually started bringing me to therapy then. Oh, wow. But the shitty thing was it was actually the mother of a kid that I was graduating with. So oh, it was very no. uncomfortable and I couldn't actually like open up. Yeah, to her. yeah, of course. So it just didn't work out. And I think after like two sessions, I never went back. I mean, I can't say as I blame you, that would be. That would be super, super, super uncomfortable. Yeesh. Yeah, like obviously she can't go home and like tell her kids about it, but it's still just like weird. But but you in your brain, like you, you know, you wonder obviously like, what she yeah. did, you know. And then every time you go to school, somebody looks at you different. Is it because mm-hmm. so? It, yeah. No, I totally get all of that. Like I go through that stuff too. It's, it's. I feel I feel horrible that I may have passed any of this on to you. Like sometimes <laughs> I just think to myself, like I really should apologize because it's horrible, and I know she's got to like, you know, you're dealing with it much much healthier than than I did. Um, I went like years and years and years just kind of completely denying that I even had any issues or had any kind of problems like that at all. Um, you know, I knew I didn't feel good and I didn't feel right about myself, but I was like, nah, that's fine. You know, it's, you know, that that's for other people. It's not for me. But, you know, eventually I did finally get worn down and, and go to therapy and I'll be damned if it didn't help. Like within like the first two sessions, I think I felt considerably better. But, you know, obviously my situation was vastly different from from yours. Yeah. I mean, I was pretty mind-blown when I first started taking my meds. I was actually pretty mind-blown by how different it made me feel, mm-hmm. like, how happy I was. It made me realize how sad I actually was before then. Yeah. And that was, like, the roughest part for me. I was like, holy shit. Like, I really was, like, depressed and anxious and, like, overwhelmed mm-hmm. by everything life. I guess it's the kind of thing, like, when you're living in it, you don't necessarily know it's there. Or you don't yeah, realize you it's as bad as you think. Hurt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
I'm so obviously now you've, you know, you've got, you've got a medication regimen going. Like, I mean, is life like picked up? I guess it, is it just like vastly different for you now? Like on your day to day? Kind of. I mean, before I like, wouldn't even go to a gas station if like my boyfriend wouldn't come with me. Okay. Like, like if Jordan didn't come, I wasn't going. Okay. Yeah. 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 Kind of like bottom line there. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not that bad. Like I can actually go get gas and not have a fucking panic attack while I'm doing it. <laughs> right. Damn. You know, it's funny. I was saying to, uh, I was saying to Jen before I came up to record that um, the part of the interesting process of, of us recording like this together for me was going to be um, getting to hear how similar we are and i had <laughs> said it in the context like obviously your mother has always joked that you and i are basically the same damn person yeah um, <laughs> you know good or bad uh, <laughs> and i had meant it in the context of like how we sounded similar which we do we like I, I, i'm listening to you and i'm like wow it's kind of like listening to me talk <laughs> um obviously you don't sound like me but you pronounce things the same way and stuff yeah um but I I feel like our mental health journeys have been really similar. Like I also uh, pretty much refused to go anywhere by myself. Like it was a, like a big deal. I got to work myself up to it. Like it would be mm-hmm. like, there were numerous times that I would just be like, all right, I have to go to the store. Even if it was just something for me, like I want to go buy a video game or something like that. Cause I'm bored on a Saturday. I would get dressed, like take a shower and get dressed and then get ready to go to the car and just be like, no, I don't want to go now. Like, I just, you know, I don't want to go by. I didn't want to go by myself. Um, I don't like going like I can't go to the movies by myself. I can probably count on one hand the number of times I've been to a movie by myself. Uh, I won't go out to eat by myself. I can't. I just like just the idea of sitting at a table in public by myself with other people around me is like nerve wracking yeah i'm the same way i'm even weird like if people are staring at me while i'm eating no i'll cover my face yeah yeah yeah. that shit's the worst oh my god yeah (laughs) oh god i'm sorry um (laughs) (laughs) it's um it's it's weird like i this year i I i wish i had the fucking picture in front of me but somebody like go go figure right like you get your medical diagnosis on a from a meme on the internet uh but somebody had put up this 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 there's a name for it and fuck if i remember what it is but basically it's where like you assume that everybody is um like only only tolerating you just you know because they have to like nobody actually likes you Mm -hmm. um and things like that that is what I deal with like yeah I'm very uncomfortable like I assume that everybody is kind of just meh about me at all times and like the the, the meme basically said like you know your friends don't hate you your friends love you they're, they're friends for a reason and I was thinking to myself and I actually like I I'm worse like I assume like your grandparents my parents like sometimes <laughs> I feel like they only like me because they have to you it's it's weird like the yeah. things that my head does um, it's very frustrating and very confusing. And I'm sure anybody listening would be like, you need to go get some meds. Um, <laughs> and I will be the first to admit that you are probably right, but I am not a, I'm not a pill person. 
if that makes sense like I don't yeah, I don't know that was I, my outlook that's why I wouldn't get help for the longest time yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna be the person to fucking have to take pills every day like I don't want that yeah to be normal but like sometimes it has to be you know? yeah sometimes you gotta just bite the bullet and fucking do it see look at you telling me to get my shit together yeah <laughs> All right, so all right, guess we got the heavy stuff out of the way. Like, uh, this has been like 2020 has been kind of like not kind of a fucked up year. It's been a fucked up year. Um, like you and I haven't gotten to see each other since. I haven't seen you since Christmas. Yeah, of last, you, yeah, last I Christmas. Seen my grandparents, fucking anyone. Yeah, that side of the family, honestly. Yep. I probably would have seen. I didn't see you on your birthday last year either because I was sick. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it 2020 has been a fuck of a year. Um, but uh, personally, for me, there have like there were there were two weird milestones in it this year for me, um, which I actually was. Uh, they were like bright spots for me. Like, um, your your brother turned 13, which is you know that's that's definitely a milestone. Like. Holy shit, 13. Yeah, that's insane. Right? It just kind of blows your mind completely. But the bigger one was that you turned 21. Yeah. <laughs> which just, like, I know when you were asking me, like, you know, are you mind blown yet that you're going to have, like, and, and I said, like, not really. And I'm not, like, it didn't, like, oh, I wasn't fucking flipping out or anything. Like, I means I'm old and whatever. Like, I don't care about that shit. I was just more like, holy shit, you're 21. Like, t- 21 is the, it's, it's the, that's the last real one until you hit like retirement age, really. Like, yeah, I really have nothing more to look forward to. No, it's a steady downhill now. Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's I'm absolutely kidding. Um, the your twenties are your worst. They're the fucking worst. I know everybody's like, hey, twenties, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody in their twenties. No, your thirties are better. And no, I literally, uh, I found out twenties sucked as soon as I turned twenty. <laughs> as soon as I turned twenty, I was like, fuck all of this. I don't. Right? Just bring up. me right back to 19. I don't <laughs> want to do any of this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because once the, once like, it's almost like as soon as the teenager stuff stops, the adult stuff immediately starts. Like the stuff that, like, I feel like that, like, we do kids a disservice by not explaining this stuff to them when they're in high school. Like, I feel like it's 16 or 17. You need to sit down with a classroom with kids and be like, look, in a few <laughs> years, everything is going to change so much for you. Like, like, it's just it's it's wild to think that like holy shit you're 21 yeah kind of is like i mean has it been have you have you settled in on it yet or is it still kind of like oh fuck i'm 21 um i mean kind of because i mean like i finally the day after i turned 21 i got my new license yeah so as soon as people weren't like, oh, I have to go check with my manager if I can give you this. Like, as soon as, like, the whole questioning part of it all went away, mm-hmm. it was pretty normal. Okay. I don't know. It's not as fun. Like, everyone gets all crazy about turning twin. But, like, I personally, I've been drinking for years. Yeah. So, like, yeah. it's not. Yeah, you're seasoned at this point. Yeah, the fun isn't there anymore. The only no. thing I was excited for is, like, I can go to dinner and order a drink. Right? That And that's really, like... And it's a funny thing because you never go to dinner and like you never get like I mean you may at some point like you, you you never order drinks to get fucking hammered when you go to dinner like it's just nice like you're I had I had a drink with dinner like you feel so fucking you feel so like 
accomplished for some yeah. reason. It's it's a big deal. It really is. And the whole partying thing, like, let's, I'm trying to like, I do remember turning 21, but I mean, I had been, I'd been drinking so hard at that point for, 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 you know, a few years that it didn't feel like anything. It just meant that now I didn't have to hide it when I went out somewhere. Yeah. Like, that, I, it's, kind of I, I get it. Sure. It's not. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not a partier. I never really have been. Like, drinking just is not my thing. It's not your thing, yeah. See, know. you get that from me, too. Like, <laughs> I Honestly, I was never a big partier in school. Um, and, I mean, I can't say I've never drank like that. I've definitely had a having a tumultuous relationship with the bottle. <laughs> um, but I was never something I would... I never considered myself a drinker. I always got my entertainment elsewhere. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so how does it feel to be, I don't know, like, cause 2020 was obviously weird. Like, you know, you, you, even if you had wanted to go do your normal birthday thing, you wouldn't have necessarily had the opportunity to do it. So how, do, how does turning 21 in 2020 even feel? Um, pretty shitty. I mean, <laughs> like, I'm a really, like, relaxed person. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't care to do, like, a huge rager to celebrate yeah. 21. So I literally just had three of my coworkers over that I get along with really well. Mm-hmm. And we just sat around and, like, watched TV and, like, bullshitted and just hung out for a few hours and that's literally yeah. what I did on my 21st birthday like I don't know that sounds pretty awesome yeah like it was just a really like calm thing which I feel like we all need in 2020 mm-hmm. yeah like, we don't need to be trying to be fucking crazy and insane right now we just no we no. don't need to chill at some point I would like to be able to go out in public again uh so yeah please anybody listening uh spread the word yeah Jesus Christ wear a mask for fuck's sake um so yeah god uh all right so then with the holidays coming up i know we said fuck christmas but i know we're <laughs> gonna cycle back to it again at some point um so this is like your first holiday is like kind of an adult right like it's... it really is this is the first holiday that i've ever bought people gifts it's a good feeling though isn't it it is, but at the same time, so, so stressful. Oh, yeah, totally. I Absolutely. have never walked around a store so cluelessly in my life. <laughs> Especially because, like, for my grandparents, I mm-hmm. have no clue what either of them want. Ever. I mean, you're you're in the same boat with me because I never know what to, like, if I didn't have, if I didn't have Jen saying, like, this is what I got your mom and dad, I would be like, I don't know what to get mom and dad, like... <laughs> Yeah, I got. I don't. I don't even know. I hope they like it. I'm sure they they don't care. They will. They will tell you you didn't have to get us anything. And yeah, they I know. That's really all they care about is seeing. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. It's. It's. It doesn't even. I was thinking the other day, like it doesn't look like Christmas outside. It doesn't feel like Christmas. It really doesn't outside. Like not that I'm as I'm a I'm like an old retail veteran, so shopping places around the holidays are like i don't know it's like it's like 
tiptoeing through landmines for me. Like I get like P I get like, I get like, you know, not PTSD. Cause that sounds much too extreme. I get, get, I get nervy from being in like retail situations. And I almost oh, I like it. empathize with the people that have to deal with the long lines and like, I don't know. Like I just, the whole concept of, of, of Christmas drives me nuts sometimes because I'm so used to the commercial aspect of it. Yeah. And like you said, like shopping for gifts is so fucking stressful. Um, like, it, and it just, sh- it shouldn't be like, I feel like it's like, like that's the thing that should be like the least fucking stressful. Um, well, I think that's where my anxiety comes in on all of it. Like I want, oh, sure. I want, to get a gift that seems good enough mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i don't want to hand someone a gift and then be like oh yeah thanks. you don't want like that meh response yeah. you're like oh thanks jeez yeah and and that's that's kind of how i am with it too like i will rack my like this year is a complete and utter fluke because not only did i get all of my shopping done already i'm wrapped most of it already too and usually that's the kind of shit i do like three days before <laughs> So I don't know. I feel like I've maybe, I think maybe I hit the age where I've been so long removed from the retail side of Christmas that now I'm starting to kind of enjoy it again for what it is. Cause 2020 hasn't, you haven't been able to be like crazy capitalist Christmas that nobody can, nobody's got the money and nobody can come out to your fucking store. Yeah. So it's been kind of nice to not see like the constant bombardment of like advertising for Christmas. Like I've seen some obviously, and maybe people would be like, you're crazy. It's on all the time. And I just don't watch a lot of like commercial TV or whatever. But for me, it felt like for some reason this year actually was nice. Like we put the tree up and I was like, I was excited. And then, well, not excited. That, that seems like a way over overestimate. <laughs> I was not excited. I was about as excited as I ever get about something like that, um, which will make sense to no one except you. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> um, we like I did the I did the presents. I put my stuff under the tree already. Like it, I don't know. Like I'm almost kind of I don't want to say looking forward, but I'm like I'm okay with this Christmas. Like when you t- when you said that you were coming over to your grandparents' house, I was like yes, like. <laughs> I'm going to get to see her on Christmas and like everything's going to be fine because I haven't seen you in so long and like I didn't get to see you on your birthday which I fucking hate because um, I had I had actually had plans this year like for your 21st birthday I was going to take you out oh. you know and then obviously COVID happened so we're going to have to rain check it so as soon as we're allowed to go in public again I'm taking you out for your 21st birthday hopefully you won't be like 30 when it happens oh, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, this is kind of, this is going to be fun. Like this episode was supposed to be like, we're talking about Christmas, but this episode was supposed to be recorded for Halloween. I know. Isn't that insane? It, it is. It is how fast time Literally, goes. Like in my notes, I still have a category called spooky. Like I, yep, <laughs> I did too. I did too. When I went to look at my notes today to make sure I had everything, I was like, I got to delete this Halloween shit before <laughs> I say it by accident and look stupid. But uh, but, you know, there is. OK, so uh, anybody that listens to my other show, how we saw it, you know, we have a bit um, called What's Keeping You Sane. 
Um, now, obviously, I don't want to go through like the whole thing like we would normally do on the show, but I feel like it's an important thing. Like if we're going to talk about mental health on this show, I feel like things that keep you sane in your day to day are really, really important things. So I will pose to you what what's kept you sane lately that you would want to share with others like anything it doesn't have to be anything monumental it can be a movie a youtuber uh, an album anything um sorry my dog just barged through my bedroom door that's all right um i watch a lot there is this youtuber and her name is bailey sarian and she does like these they're called murder mystery and makeup mm-hmm Cause like while she does her makeup for the day or whatever, she'll talk about like true crime stories. Yeah. And because I'm well a girl, <laughs> that interests me to no end. So I'll just spend right. hours just watching that shit. I love it. Highly recommend it to anyone who is into that. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, it's funny you say like because you're a girl. It's, I don't understand how white how white women got the got like the niche for true crime because. Like I had a vast true crime library at one point. Like I was, I've loved, I love true crime, but it seems like, seems like white women, like just, they had it cornered. They really did take it over. Right. They've got the podcast. They've got everything. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yeah, no, she's been, uh, she's been keeping me going. Um, I'd have to say like mental wise, my dogs, like, yeah. I honestly don't think I would get through the day without those little faces. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And I think that's something that absolutely everybody can pretty much identify with in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, like Whether it's you, a dog or a cat or whatever. If you don't like animals, I probably don't like you. Right? Like, I, I, I inherently don't trust people that don't like animals. Yeah, because they're the most compassionate and loving little things. And all they want is some food. That's right. That's all they ever some want. Some food and some cuddles. A, like, yep, some scratches on the head and uh, some food. And that's it. That's it. Bare minimum. <laughs> They'll love you forever. All right. Well, uh, do you have anything else specific that you want to share? I don't. I think that's all that's that's been keeping me going. Okay. I think that's it. What about you? Uh, no. Not particularly. Um, since we're talking about true crime stuff, uh, I would also like to shout out uh, True Crime Campfire, uh, which is a podcast that I absolutely adore. Uh, you should check out Bruh, It's a Murder, uh, another great true crime podcast. Um, trying to think if there's anybody else that I'm not. Uh, Olympia Oddities. If you dig, if you dig like weird, spooky cryptid stories and like a missing, like it's, I can't even say cryptid. Like it's because it's so much more than that. It's all kinds of like weird little stories that take place in the Pacific Northwest. They're like, <laughs> excuse me, 10 minute long usually. And uh, they're really, really good. Uh, and if you're looking for like some fictiony type stuff, obviously you could check out Scare You to Sleep. Uh, or uh, a new one I checked out, which is called Old Gods of Appalachia, uh, which is like an anthology horror, but it's all set in like the Appalachian Mountains. It's I'm just starting it now, so it's pretty it's pretty odd. You should totally check it out though, because I think you would dig it. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, they're short too. They're like ten minutes long, so they're easy to uh, 
easy to catch up on. You can binge a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, all right. So uh, we say is that think good for this. Good for the first episode. You feel like you got everything you needed to get out. Yeah, I feel like we didn't do too bad for the first one. We didn't. We didn't. Were are you? Were you nervous? Was you did fine? I was. I got to say, you did fantastic. Really? Because I was nervous this entire time. Well, you you hide it so well. I've spent many years perfecting the <laughs> skill. <laughs> well, it's paying off now. Because no, I totally couldn't okay. tell that you were nervous at all. You like sunk right into it. It was great. All right, everybody. So this was our I don't our first episode of the voices in between. We may change the name at some point. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, this was fun. This was everything I wanted it to be. Uh, yeah. I was very much looking forward to doing uh, doing an episode with you and seeing how it went because um, we don't get to do a ton of stuff together usually. Yeah. No. Uh, so this is like this is this is great. You know, I hope uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Obviously, you said you weren't you were nervous as hell. Uh, it'll go away, I promise. Yeah, no, this was fun. Um, it's like a good stress reliever. You kind of just get to sit around and bullshit. Yeah, and... yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I think we're gonna do this. Uh, we're gonna continue to do this. Then, if you're if you are amenable to that, are you you up to doing more of these? Yeah. All right. Well, then that's settled. We have a new show. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. I would uh, would like to say thank you for uh, for sticking with us and checking this out. We hope you enjoy it. Uh, business end. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's a Thomas nineteen seventy eight. If you want to follow the podcast, it's How We Saw It Pod. Now, do you have any social medias that you want to shout out or no? Oh God, I honestly don't even know mine. That's all right. You don't have to do it now if it's something you want to do later on. Like, God, I just figured it would be mean if I didn't. Ever, you'd think I'd have that nah. shit on lockdown. Nonsense. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll just get it out to him next time. It's no big deal. All right. So, that being said, we will see you all next time. Savannah, say goodnight to everybody. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> later, y'all.